0: Once upon a dime, all I was sitting in my room. All right. Thinking about all the things I want to say and do. Like what? Such, Such a quiet, quiet man. man. Shh what can i do then i don't know start a brand new bar gas with my family and my friends oh cool hey my name is joel hello That you want all don't know. know what you got let's begin, let's begin, begin this journey this thank you so very much for joining, for joining. Yeah. yeah here we go hey everybody welcome back to another episode of not your average joel so as you can tell i'm in a different location usually you'll see uh, my bedroom in the background, but today I'm at uh, Disciples direction studio today. <laughs> um, last episode I had, um, I actually got to talk to both of uh, my brothers, Jared and Matt. Um, they both work with uh, the Disciples Directions uh, podcast, and uh, Matt's the primary one that uh, is in charge of all that. So he does the um, Bible passages of the day, the expositions, which is currently uh he's currently doing luke and philippians and then um they also do have discussion uh podcast episodes where we're mad and my sister-in-law macy and jared as well as a big part of that where they talk about different topics um that are uh you know christian related of course as i says all, all of it's going back to god at, at the end of the day so as uh, recently, they just did one on the five solas. So uh, if you don't know what that is, uh, be sure to check that episode out, as well as the one before that, because they had a part one, and uh, earlier today they did a part two. So as be sure to check those out. So it's good to be back. It's been a little while since I've done an episode, and um, started off the season with the people that that I ended with. So uh, besides one, so as you can tell um, we were supposed to do episode 26 on uh, false teachings part three, um, which was going to be on modalism as well as speaking in tongues. But um, today we're going to change it up just a little bit just because one of our guests. Uh, our brother Mitchell isn't able to be here today. He is helping a friend move out because his friend is getting married next month. So he's been helping him all day and night with uh, just moving things in between the uh, the city, different cities, like, uh, because his friend lives in Morris, and, uh, and they're moving out near, I think, like, Hill City area, so <laughs> it's a little bit of distance, so, see, that's why Mitchell's not here, but we do hope, uh, to get back into part three of False Teachings pretty soon, but, um, well, as, as I mentioned, I've done a couple of episodes, or two or three episodes, actually, with, uh, both Jared and Matt, the first episode. We did one at our family vacation a couple months ago at Panama City Beach. We did an episode on honesty, and uh, that was a really good one. I definitely enjoyed getting their input as well as my other family members' input. And then, yeah, the second time I was with them, uh, me and Mitchell, you know, were uh, at our house and they were here at Disciple Direction Studios. And <laughs> then uh, uh, we did uh, false teaching part one, where that was on, uh, I asked a question of what makes someone a false teacher. And then we got into the first like major subtopic, which is work-based salvation. And then uh, the last episode was uh, episode 25, which was uh, part two of false teaching. So um, in that uh, episode, we did a topic of easy believism. And then we also uh, talked about universalism. So uh, definitely be sure to check those out. And us uh, and I, Les, I look forward to doing part three soon. But for today, we are going to talk about another major topic within uh, Christian community as well as the world, something that is uh, is almost uh, a global pandemic in a way, unless <laughs> it needs to um, be addressed. And Les is definitely something that people maybe aren't people don't think of and, and I, hopefully you come out of this episode learning something new about this topic so today the episode is going to be on idolatry so I know a lot of people may think of idolatry is one way but um there's definitely more to idolatry than um than less of what you think so, so there's definitely a lot that, that you can learn from this episode so uh I think we're going to go ahead and jump into this first question. So uh, my first question that I'm going to ask, um, I'm going to have both of them answer first, and then I will answer um, after them. So my first question is, is idolatry only relating to worshiping uh, carved images like we see in the Bible? I feel like most people, uh, when they think of like the Bible, and they think of uh, like idolatry, they automatically think of like the, the golden statue and, and that's you know what people are bound down to but uh, so like I said, I think uh, this will be a good time for people that maybe don't know much about the Bible to, to learn something new about the Bible so I'll uh, take, take it you there you go <laughs>
1: you want to go first you can go ahead all right hey well I mean the thing is is I don't know if we want to answer first or what maybe is idolatry from the Bible kind of to some extent and I'm just going to put uh, the worship of someone or something other than God as though it were God, basically. So putting anything above God not only is idolatry, but also goes against the first commandment, which obviously is you shall have no other gods before me. So, but I mean, I put, according to the question at least, is no, anything that you put before God is an idol. So, when I mean, it can be a major different thing, it can be a extensive list. That, that, I mean, you can't even really count, but I mean, I put. Of course, i put, you know, sometimes it might be something we realize we aren't even putting, you know, as a God, above God in our life. So, you know, it, but basically if it consumes you, basically it's probably, you're probably possibly making it an idol anyway. So, which can, I'm just going to go and at least give my, put my list out there and we could even talk about it some if we wanted to. Uh, I put up to family, relatives, the church, the pastor. The worship team, money, materialism, culture, your political party, the president, knowing sound doctrine, athletes, celebrities, career, you know, maybe what your career status is, your success as far as your career, your physical appearance, entertainment, even down to TV shows, movies, game consoles, social media, using your phone, sex, comfort, even your ethnicity and stuff. So that's just a... Part, just a small list, really, but that's basically where I went with. And of course, I'll let Matt if he wants to, yeah, take. Uh,
2: yeah, I, I look at it. Uh, I, of course, I had um, the first and the second commandment both yeah, listed in my uh, because I, I think there needs to be a little bit of, of a clearing up. I did the same thing. I had the, the from the Merriam-Webster Dictionary. I had what idolatry means and. Yeah. I want to clear up exactly, even from the scripture, exactly what this idolatry looks like, because I think a lot of people do always think, just like I said, they think about the carved images, they think about mm-hmm. statues, and they may say, Well, I don't commit idolatry because of But even within the second commandment, you see something other than carved images being
0: listed. So
2: just listen to what it says, Exodus chapter 20, verse 4. Um, Uh, four and five, it says, you shall not make for yourselves a carved image or any likeness of anything that is in heaven above or that is in the earth beneath or that is in the water under the earth. You shall not bow down to them or serve them for I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers and the children to the third and fourth generation of those who hate me. Now, I just want to say this because this has been a topic that I think has come up before, when we're talking about the commandments, there's some people that say, "Well, you know what? That was for the Israelites. That was only for the Israelites." Ten commandments were. There's people out there. There's Christians that would even say that yeah. we don't necessarily have to follow the Ten Commandments, but because we're all, grace right? Of, <laughs> yeah. But remember that Jesus said that I did not come to destroy the yeah. law, but to fulfill exactly. the law. And he, exactly. all the Ten Commandments, really outside of the, the Sabbath commandment. Uh, has been reiterated in the new testament so we fall underneath this so i I just want to make that clear but what i really want to pull out of this is uh even in the second definition of idolatry this is the first one is the worship of a physical god the second definition is the excessive attachment or to or devotion to something yeah so even in the webster dictionary but how do we put that in the context of our scripture is what we see in the second part so now you know we see in the first part of that second commandment we're not to make any carved image that's where everybody gets the idea don't have a a, an idol or a statue or anything like that obviously some people still do but yeah and that does happen right but the second part or any likeness of anything that is in heaven above or that is in the earth beneath or that is under the water uh, of the earth. That word uh, likeness needs to be understood in the context of what he's talking about because we can think of it in many different ways. This word likeness in the Hebrew language, which is what the Old Testament was originally written in or at least uh, where we got our stuff from was the Hebrew language and it's the Hebrew word to Tamuna, to to and it means a likeness or a representation. Now, this representation can also be a figurative representation. It does not have to be a physical object. Mm-hmm. So, okay. we see even within the original context of the scripture and the words that are used that God covered not only carved images but also any likeness, any representation that would be a god in your life mm-hmm. and. Also, I just wanted to point out also where it says in Exodus 25, you know, a lot of people say, well, you know, I don't bow down to those things, but you notice it says, you shall not bow down to them or serve them. Yes. So it's not just a matter of that you're just bowing down to them and that's it. Uh, that word serve in the, in the Hebrew, I, I always like going back to the original. So when we'll know was the word abide, and it means to obey or to be a slave to. So some of those things that Jared, mentioned there was things that you could be slaves to and that you could obey those things more than you could God. And therefore that is falls under the, uh, you know, idolatry. I even put in, I put some in there too, job, religion, materialism, self-centeredness, science, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, all these yes. things yeah. that have um, yeah, And And I think Paul, I think Paul, I, I just where Paul relates that type of, uh, worship uh you mm-hmm. know away from god is the word i wanted to- yes romans <laughs> chapter 1 verses 24 and 25 says therefore god gave them up in the lust of their hearts to impurity to the dishonoring of their bodies among themselves because they this is the, the idea they exchanged the truth about god for a lie and worship and serve the creature rather than the creator mm-hmm. who is blessed forever amen so it's not just that they were setting up and making that—that that is in this Romans passage that they mm-hmm. made idols like that. But it is that they exchanged the truth about God and who God is mm-hmm. to worship Him for who He is, and made God a lie basically, and, and said that He's not true, and they worship the crea- or the creature instead of the Creator. So that really just takes a full circle from Old Testament to New about what worship and idolatry and is, that it does not just
1: towards carved in When you brought up worship, I'm thinking where the word derived from, the old English word for worth-ship, which yeah. is anything that you exclaim to be of worth, that you, you, know, you give a lot of time to and that you uh, value like pretty much the most. So that's what I was thinking. When you said yeah. worship, that's exactly what I thought right then was worth-ship is where the word came from to begin with. And anything that you value above God especially, and sometimes you might not even realize it, like we say, so. Oh,
2: yeah,
1: yeah, I mean, I think a lot of times,
2: you know, you, 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 you think about, that's the reason why I really wanted to point out that fact that it's not just a matter of bowing down, uh, but it's a matter that you serve them, it's a matter that you, yeah, I, in, in other words, what do you find yourself spending your time on, your money, your giftedness, mm-hmm. uh, everything on, that's what you're serving. In essence, that's what you're worshiping. It's and it may be you, it may be your job, it may be your girlfriend, boyfriend, a spouse, any of a number of those things. And those all that's those things, relatives. and then some that Jerry had yeah uh, mentioned there. So yeah, I mean that, that's that's the idea that we see even from just the scripture there. Just just a little bit more
1: digging into the scripture. That's the reason why we stress that so much at disciples direction to do that. I'm just going to read one thing. I know Joel's got some stuff he wants to say real quick, but uh, I found this on just, uh, I looked at the, uh, I think, what is, you know, an idol? And uh, I found this on gotquestions.org, I think it is. Yeah. And anyway, here's the answer for basically that fulfills kind of today's uh, definition, I guess, or an answer for it. Idolatry extends beyond the worship of idols and images and false gods are modern. Yeah, modern. I'm about to say, not true. <laughs> I was gonna, uh, idols are many and buried, even for those who do not bow down physically before a statue, like we've already kind of discussed. It's not always that you bow down necessarily to it, but idolatry is a matter of the heart, pride, self so centeredness, greed, gluttony, a love for possessions, and ultimately rebellion against God. Mm-hmm. Is it any wonder that God hates it? So, mm-hmm. anyway. Uh,
0: that's I mean I don't know is we done here at the cycle direction yeah. like, <laughs> we need to go and back, over, Joel, we to back <laughs> over to not your average Joel. <laughs> yeah. Well I, I definitely think, yeah, both I definitely appreciate both of y'all like explaining the definition of what is idolatry because yeah people may not understand what what is idolatry and like oh what how exactly does that work and am I doing am I like doing something that is like performing like idolatry or anything like that so as I definitely appreciate that and it's definitely uh from outside looking in if people are looking at the uh, I guess like as far as the bible goes you know like some people probably do think more of just you know, bowing down to carved images but like you said in verse five it talks about how it's uh, like serving it as well like so it's not just you don't have to physically bow down to it basically you serving uh, something that is being put above God is basically your way of bowing down to it it just is not physical yeah. so, mm-hmm. so yeah, I think that was really good and then like another thing when you were mentioning about like the uh, like what is an idol and like I thought about the word pride and because it does pride does like tie a lot into idolatry for sure like it seems like a lot of people want to you know, so I guess I feel like they can do it on their own and you know, people want to, you know, don't feel like they need God. They, unless they can just yeah. do, you know, look to other things and uh, serve other things. And as in, even though some people can be Christian and not even realize, like we mentioned, not even realize that, long, that they are falling into idolatry. Like, uh, like we already mentioned that, like anything that is prioritized over God mm-hmm. is definitely uh, idolatry. Anything that your time goes towards like if you uh like if you of course, we only have like twenty four hours in a day, so like I said, if you are committing a lot more time to like if you're only spending like ten minutes in the Bible like or if, or even like praying or anything you know, like everything combined only came up to ten minutes, that other twenty three hours and fifty minutes is going to something else, and I understand we do have to work and we you know do need to sleep as well and but um but while we're awake, those opportunities that aren't being given to God, like I know even in the Bible, of course, it talks about, you know, in everything that you do, give glory to God. So, like I said, if, you know, even during our times that we are awake and that we're not at work, if we're just spending it doing other things, like we're, you know, more focused on, uh, you know, football, for example, like here recently, especially down here in the South, like I feel like football is definitely an idol and unfortunately i feel like i know a little too many people that like um almost would say nick saban's an idol to some of them in a way like i feel like when nick saban comes on tv it's like you know i have to turn up the tv but then i'd start thinking like if (laughs) yeah but it's like uh but like if god today can physically speak to us would we still have that same attitude like would we be willing to listen to him like the way we listen and they say that whenever mm-hmm. he starts talking, yeah. or like, or are we just going to, you know, ignore just because we feel like, ah, oh, I got this. Like, no, I'm good. I don't need you. I'm, you know, living life, you know, free of yeah. judgment or, you know, anything like that. So I need you to tell me what to do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Everybody has that, like, stuff that, <laughs> that pride that's, you know, uh, within them, don't they, don't want to surrender that. Uh, they just want to continue. Uh, like just feeding them themselves. Like feeding into the flesh, and us just mm-hmm. letting letting that be the best of them. And us, yeah. Just less, I just do wonder. Like if if God was able to speak today. Like if uh, if people would have the same kind of energy, mm-hmm. like or even like when it comes to worshiping or like reading the Bible. Like I know people get excited about reading, like fictional books like i love like the hunger game books like the prequel book i've enjoyed reading and like so of course got was excited when i read that you know reading that currently but like when it comes to the bible do we get excited to read the bible or are we just thinking oh let me get through this one chapter today or or <laughs> let me get through you know bible verse of the day or you know something yeah. like that so, like, so i guess it just you know that could even be uh convicting you know even for me too like sometimes I may be thinking like oh oh crap like you know I was so busy didn't even you know think about you know getting into the bible today it's like and sometimes I've had have that you know kind of attitude like well let me try to do this right quick and then let me get back to what I was doing so I just you know just hopefully like I'm going for further you know going forward I hope to have like that um uh, same energy of like well no not same energy a higher energy of yeah. like wanting to you know get more into the word of god and worship god instead of like listening to other music or yes you know, so, of course reading the bible instead of reading other books i mean like, nothing wrong with reading other books and you know listening to other music clean definitely less than that i'm not just bleeping out but i mean like just regular yeah. clean <laughs> uh music mm-hmm. but um but let like, just you know, going forward, just wanted to have a, a better attitude, you know, as far as, you know, where I prioritize everything in my life, and, you know, God should always be at their top, so.
1: I wanted yeah. to just say, because, I mean, one of the things that when I, when I came across the Knowing Sound doctrine, I thought some people might want to kind of know a little explanation where I went with that. I actually got it from org, <laughs> but uh, I'm just going to read what they put here. I don't remember if it was anybody specific that said it. I don't think this was. It could be RC Spro, I don't remember. But anyway, it just says there are Christians who are all head. They're cerebral. They know stuff, and they like to argue stuff. They like to win apologetic battles and ep- ep- I can't even say it. epistle type of battles. Yeah, basically, it's <laughs> <laughs> oh, too big of a word for them. And uh, but so, but there's no heart, you know, or there, there could not be. I mean, here's the thing: it's just. Is it all about what doctrine you know, or is it about actually knowing God itself? That's what they put here at the end. There's no heart. There's no life of prayer. There's no repentance. There's no confession of sin. There's no pleading to God. So, is it? So it's not just about knowing sound doctrine. Yes, it's good to have. And yeah. it's, it's good to make sure that what you're reading in the Bible lines up with what it really is. But if there's no relationship there with the Creator itself, and what good really is it to know sound doctrine? That's why where that could become an idol if you're putting that above actually your relationship with God. Yeah, that's a, that's, a,
2: that's a very good point
1: because I, I remember telling somebody
2: years ago that uh, I talked about how my past before I became a Christian and how that addictive nature to to things and I still have that addictive nature that I find just towards anything. Mm-hmm. And I told him I said I, I even uh, I, I even have to be careful not to be addicted to the bible wouldn't it wouldn't it be good to be addicted to the bible i said if i'm only doing it to do it like yeah right Mm -hmm. and i'm not doing it for it to change who i am that's the balance i have to and that's kind of along that same line you have to have have that balance i want to learn everything that i can but i still fight that because of the bible studies i do and things like that that you know I, i fight the fact that hey, I've got to get these Bible studies and stuff like that. But I I can't take away from the fact that that needs to change me. Because if I don't, then yeah, I'm setting that up really as an idol. And it's, you know, something that is above God because I'm not allowing God to work through that. I'm just intellectually getting the information, but not really letting it. And that becomes an idol in my life. And like I said, even good things can become idols. That's where I think a lot of people... Don't realize even good things can become a idol in your life. It doesn't have to be
1: something. Then let's move on because I kind of had a good little segment here for the church. Uh, <laughs> you both heard Joe Foxworthy. You might be a redneck.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: I put you might be a church idolizer. <laughs> so, if you believe you no know, obeying your church's membership, agreement, the covenant, constitution, is equal to obeying God himself you may be a church idolizer. Yeah. If you believe serving God just being serving your church, you could be a church idolizer. If you believe Christian giving and stewardship just means paying tithing to your church, you may be a church idolizer. And this last one's long. If you believe you must attend church to truly be a Christian, that you must be involved in your church to truly be a Christian, or that you must not question or criticize because that would be sinful or against God in some way, you may be a church analyzer. So, that's why well, I thought that was kind of a fun little segment because yeah. I, <laughs> I, everybody probably knows, especially down here in the South, that uh, you might be a redneck bid by Joe word.
0: But, <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I like that, Lazio, because it, it all does. It isn't really true, though. I so say even good things, like some church, yeah. and, you know, like the, when, it, when you're going to church with bad intentions of just kind of wanting to look good just to go to church, feel like, like oh like I'm a like oh I'm the super Christian like mm-hmm. I'm going to church every time the doors are open I'm, you know I'm there or even like getting into the word like check yeah exactly <laughs> I'm just checking that box off which is a, a scary thing you know here in the Bible but mm-hmm. I feel like that's almost like an expectation that I feel like gets uh, thrown on us especially you know here in the South you know where people feel like that they have to go to church less just because they was just because they have to not because they want to. So listen, just having the wrong intentions and just feeling like you you just got to go to church just just because it's Sunday and not because you want to go, listen, yeah. that's definitely scary. And also, like you said, reading the word, like so if it's only just going to your head and it's not going into your heart, mm-hmm. that's where it becomes dangerous, too. Because at that point, you're just, well, listen, yeah, you may win a, a Bible trivia-like kind of thing, oh, but, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but you may not uh you may not be getting too far as far as like, you know, your spiritual walk and, you know, getting on a, you know, right path and all that. So that's mm-hmm. just definitely, that's just being cautious in that area too. And just making sure that you're not letting it get to your head. And once it gets in your head, then here comes the pride. And then you almost make yourself God. You put you put yourself on the throne, you know, instead of God. Mm-hmm. And that can, Definitely be uh, very dangerous for well, sure.
1: I think another Hopefully. thing that would be really big nowadays would be culture, you know, oh, because yeah. Yeah. they almost think that they know what love is better than what God does. Yeah, you know, yeah. And, and so that's where I kind of went with that when I put it in myself, and then even the president. I mean, we even saw people thinking that Trump, you know, when he was in president, well he was the anointed, uh, you know, God's anointed, you know, almost the oh, second yeah. coming of Christ, yeah, almost like a Messiah. Yeah. And even back Biden at this time, I obviously with his uh, culture and, I mean, I know he's a Catholic and all, but I mean, we know we talk plenty about that in our podcast, <laughs> but not, not about Biden itself, it's about Catholicism and where they go with things. But, you know, just that's where I went with culture, especially was their, their falseness on what love truly is, yeah. is against the scripture. So.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't know. Do we want to move on to the next question, <laughs> or do we have any input to add to this?
0: Um, yeah, I think we can go ahead and move on to the next question, which we kind of answered, but I definitely would love to go like yeah. further into this question. So, my second question is: Can we ourselves become an idol? Yes. So, no, I'm yeah, sorry. yeah. <laughs> you <can> go <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can. So, so I yeah, definitely yes. That we can we can become idols. So I said that's would yeah. love to go more in depth and like how how that can happen or how exactly can we right. end up making ourselves idols at times matt <laughs> Lynn, you want to start with this
2: one? yeah i mean i i put that too i know <laughs> yes <laughs> uh, but I, yeah we, we we any anybody just like we've already said anything or anybody can become an idol um as jared already kind of mentioned some of this in there I, People idolize athletes, people idolize actors and actresses and sporting teams, and their spouses, their boyfriends, girlfriends, all of that. But also, I think on the, the, the side of it, on the religious side, if we think that think of it as people idolizing maybe their pastors, the, the preachers, yeah. their music leaders. Yeah. You know, they, they put them at a different level than everybody else. Um, and and really religious leaders are at a, a in a position to really lead people astray because people trust them. People, you know, down, oh, yeah, right. you know, and, and I thought about when I thought about this even out of, from a scriptural standpoint, I thought about a story in Acts chapter 14 when Paul and Barnabas was at Lystra. And Paul and Barnabas comes in there and there's a crippled man that from his birth he was crippled and Paul um, heals him of course by the power of God not by by his own power but by the power of God this man becomes is able to walk immediately starts being able to walk and this is what happens when the crowds this is Acts 14 verses 11 Uh, I'm not sure how far I'm going to read down so uh, just listen It says, and when the crowd saw that Paul had what Paul had done, they lifted up their voices, saying in Lycanian, the gods have come down to us in the likeness of men. Barnabas, they called Zeus and Paul Hermes, because he was the chief speaker. And the priest of Zeus, whose temple was at the entrance to the city, brought oxen and garlands to the gates and wanted to offer sacrifice with the crowds. But when the apostles Barnabas and Paul heard of it, they tore their garments and rushed out to the crowd, crying out, Men, why are you doing these things? We also are men of like nature with you, and we bring good news, that you should turn from these vain things to a living God, who made the heaven and the earth and the sea and all that is in them. He, they did not want to be God. In other words, even though they had the power of the, that, that God had given them, that Christ had given them for this specific time in history to be able to heal people, they did not want to be followed or worshipped in that way. And I think this kind of just shows an example of how people even though these Lyconians were not Christians, they were religious people mm. and how easily that religious people, because there's a lot of religious people that go to church that are not Christian. And it's easy to fall into these cults or to fall into following just a certain preacher or a certain fad or in the culture or whatever it is in, inside of a church setting or inside of some type of religion. And I think we see here, I mean, they, they clearly said here, we are only men just like you are. And I think that should be a warning to all of us that we need to be cautious, even in a religious setting, to not place people up as an idol mm-hmm. and, and to do that. Because easily, I mean, there's people out there now that preach. If they would have done this to them, they would have been like, oh, yeah, come on. I, yeah. I am God. Yeah. You yeah. know, or I am like yeah. God. Some of them even claim that they're yeah, God, or right, say right. that I am God Almighty, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. There's there's preachers out there. Um, we're not necessarily name names, but I'm just saying That'd there's be people that to say. I mean, it really will be. Yeah, but yeah, but, you know, but I mean, it it, it really is. Yeah. So I, I just I thought about that. I thought that was a, a just a kind of a, a from the biblical standpoint, and mm-hmm. I've been able to see that. That anyone can become an idol. Paul and Barnabas—they were just going around trying to share the gospel. That's what they're saying. We're, we're coming here to tell y'all to turn away from these types of things. And and yeah. the thing was is when they started crying out, this is what I heard also. They're they're crying out. It says in Laconium. Paul and Barnabas, Barnabas didn't know this language. They didn't know what they were even doing until they started seeing what was happening. And that's when they came in and said, "No, no, no,
1: y'all y'all, y'all got this all wrong." Yeah. Yeah. And anyway, that's. I know there are okay. several times where Peter had to tell someone to get up. I'm human too, you know. Yeah, but I'm just going to go, I guess, to what I found on Christianity.com. Some uh, I thought some pretty good lines when it come to, uh, you know, the answer of the worship of self. It says uh, the first thing, at least, I'm going to go with: only God, the author of morality, can tell humans what is right and wrong based on His holy standard, which is First Samuel two two, Jeremiah ten twenty three is what they're referenced. Saying that a decision or action is right because it felt true to self is not a reliable philosophy. Instead, this type of thinking can lead to worship of self. Oftentimes, people want to develop their true selves because they do not want to follow the crowd. They don't don't want to be like everybody else. So in a world where information and consumerism are constantly competing, of people's attention it is understandable why people are interested in choosing their values they want to be free to make decisions without the influence of others and here's probably the last line i'm gonna use or some some more but i think this is where i'm gonna end at least for now and then let joel go but that says the danger of idolatry comes when we set ourselves up as the authority in life by setting our own standards of right and wrong we steal morality authority from god choosing our own standards and beliefs, we stopped listening to what God and in his word says, and instead follow the idol of self. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't have as much on the us aspect, even though, believe me, I know. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever, I know I've put myself plenty times before God, but I don't know if I've ever worshipped myself in that way yeah. necessarily. But at the same mm-hmm. time, you know, you've done things more than what you realize against God when it comes to stuff like that no yeah, Yeah. well, maybe when you got some stuff there i see
0: yeah so yeah the last thing that you mentioned i actually kind of ties into my oh, answer that so that okay. was actually perfect and you brought <laughs> it right, up like yeah. the
1: perfect time you know? thought we did it descriptive i know
0: right <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, i so said just i feel like you know, a lot of people as i mentioned earlier they think they know it all they think that like people forget that like god created all of us and Anything that happens to us that is good, like, so whether it's a new job, uh, whether you find, you know, the one, you know, you get married, you have children, uh, whether you have a nice house, you know, or you live in a good area, you have a nice car, you know, all of that, like I said, glory should go to God. But most people like to give thy credit to themselves that they, you know, oh, I was the hard worker or, you know, I got married because, I'm, because I look good or you know, something mm-hmm. like that, they give themselves kind of like, they the hype themselves up. They mm-hmm. don't really give God glory. Good point. So I feel like that's like one big thing. So like, I guess people at that point think, you know, well, okay, I have a, you know, have all this going on for me, all this good stuff going on for me. So like, and I didn't even need God at all. Like, you know, some people may think that, oh, uh, I'm good without God. And sadly, I feel like that's the mindset that like America as a whole has now. Like mm-hmm. I feel like we, all have the same, well, not we, but, like, in general, right. as far as America, like, some uh, Americans as a whole have, like, the same prideful, uh, like, mindset of, like, how can how can I get more into the company, or how can I get the newer car, how can I get the newest phone, how can I get that, the best-looking, you know, person, like, how can I get her to marry me, uh, and, then like, some people are more focused on me, me me than less like, than focusing on on God and less like, unfortunately that has led into like uh, businesses like it's led to like even schools like you can't even pray in school anymore mm-hmm. as they taking prayer out of school, uh, even in our own churches. there's a lot of false teachers out there that are you know claiming to be Christian but then are really teaching something that is not biblical and not sound doctrine, so it's uh, stuff like that, or even, as it just even mentioning the name of Jesus, like, offends people, like, to the, to the hot and the full, like, that's more offensive than talking about something dirty, or, or using, like, bad language, it's like, Jesus is the new bad word, basically, it's like, as soon as you bring up the name of Jesus, oh, don't shove that down my throat, but then it's like, but then you can shove lifestyle and like we have to accept certain lifestyles that America in this world has a And like, we have to, we're forced to kind of accept it or else we're basically hateful. You know, we were not the loving people that Christians are supposed to be according to society. And like I said, just, uh, like I said, a very big double standard there like in that case. So I said, just, I feel like a lot of it still just stems down from pride, and as uh, y'all both mentioned about culture, like, that's, Mm -hmm. like, another thing that has unfortunately changed a lot in the past, like, years, like, I know, uh, I know I'm definitely younger, so I know, uh, like, back when my parents were probably younger, I'm sure there was a lot more respect for, like, the church, like, even on Sundays, you probably didn't have, uh, like, baseball games, and, like, football games, like, sporting events, like, for your kids, and um, nowadays, it's, like, they they could care less if you have to miss church, or if it's the, the Lord's Day, even though, of course, every day is a Lord's Day, but Sunday, mm-hmm. specifically, is, uh you know, set for, you know, going to church, and stuff like that, but nowadays, it feels like they, they could care less about that, they could care less about uh, basically, anything that a Christian believes in it's like you know, get over it, basically. And that's the new American standard. Not a, they probably think not everybody is Christian. Like eventually, uh, I hope this isn't the case, but I wouldn't be surprised if eventually, like something like Christmas would be like a day that like we would, hopefully we don't have to work on Christmas in the future. <laughs> but but since they maybe think, well, everybody doesn't, uh, doesn't celebrate Christmas. Or, you know, some businesses have, like, open for Christmas, you know, now, so.
1: And just speaking of that, you have to feel that say only happy holidays, even though that still means holy days, but I always still say Merry Christmas to people, I
0: don't care, yeah. it's
1: just yeah. the way I
0: think <laughs> Yeah, and see, so even little things like that, yeah. people like to talk, and everybody wants to yeah. say happy holidays, or the stupidest one to me is season's greetings, just <laughs> like, season's <laughs> greetings, like, winter don't start till... December 21st like why are you why are you telling me season's greetings mm-hmm. and it's uh, December 1st so I, was, I can't stand that or even uh, even though I love the movie but like on uh, on the Grinch that stole Christmas mm-hmm. uh, like uh, he's wearing a sweater and it says Xmas oh, instead yeah. of Christmas it's like yeah. I was, those Hollywood can be <laughs> like intentional sometimes when it comes to how they want to or, or like speaking of Hollywood right like uh, uh, it's like definitely not a coincidence that it seems like they don't mind using like like god's name advantage. yeah right like very often i was gonna go there yeah. when
1: you said the culture don't like to hear jesus i was like well they might use it in a blasphemous way but yeah. but yeah but I, I was about to say when you said even the xmas i used to even actually put and i'm trying to think if when i've had that website way back or not but i'd always just put christ x say, <laughs> you know? well, i like that so. I wanted to leave the Christ in there. I think you made a good point
2: too that I think needed to be people exactly. need to hear yeah, needed exactly. people hear, needed to hear this again. The culture does not define what a Christian should do. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, for people that want to say, well, Christians should love this way, Christians should do this, Christians should do that. This is what tells us how a Christian lives yeah. the Bible. Exactly. This God. Through his Bible, not mm. by the culture, not by your standard, not by anything like that. Not trying to be harsh or right. ugly about it. I'm just yeah. saying for people that might listen that may not be Christians, you you don't define what a Christian is. So therefore, we lean towards living our life the way that God's standard mm-hmm. is, not off of someone else's man. I think that's just got to thats a dangerous thing that happens. And like I said, that's the worship of self. Yeah, and so that. many people do that. I mean, just get on social media for any amount of time, TikTok, and and, and, and there's nothing wrong with having all yeah, these right. things. People have them, but it becomes. I'll take for instance, I went to a, a, a middle school football game last night and they were, it was homecoming. They had a homecoming court, just thought about this. And one of the girls, one of the things when they came out there, you know, they tell what they like and it was, they like some type of food. I couldn't remember and making TikTok videos. That was it. And it's just like, Oh, you know, just self, 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 self. Mm-hmm. Like I said, nothing wrong with doing TikTok videos, nothing wrong with doing other stuff. We're not saying you got to be a religious monk and just stay hermited up in your house. <laughs> if that's even a word, but just staying, you know, uh, Constantly, obviously, that's not the case. But it's just a matter of not making yourself really an idol. Or you know, when someone when you, when I'll take for instance, I thought about another um, scripture, and I had in, in here, at a time when Paul could have easily said, you know what, I'm going to put myself as the leader of everybody. I can just put everybody as the leader, and he pointed back to the fact that. Worship should be towards God, and it's in First Corinthians chapter one, uh, verses eleven. And, and I'm going to read down to verse seventeen. It's not very long, but it just says this. For it has been reported to me by Chloe's people that there is whirling among you, brothers. What I mean is that each one of you says, "I follow Paul," or "I follow yeah. Apollos," or "I follow Cephas," or "I follow Christ." Is Christ divided? I just love the way he answers this because. There was just this division, you know, people were trying to just be in these certain groups. He says, is Christ divided? And then he says this, was Paul crucified for you? Or were you baptized in the name of Paul? He says, I thank God that I baptized none of you except Crispus and Gaius, so that no one may say that you were baptized in my name. I did baptize also the household of Stephanos. Beyond that, I do not know whether I baptized anyone. This is, this is where I want to really get. For Christ did not send me to baptize, but to preach the gospel, not with words and eloquent wisdom, lest the cross of Christ be emptied of its power. When you start following self, mm. when you far, start following other people, you, you may not think of it, but what you're doing yeah. is emptying the power of the cross of Christ and what that stands for even when you're following a preacher, following whatever it is, but whatever that focus is, when you do that, you're, as a Christian, you're saying kind of like Joel said, you know, you spend 10 minutes in the Bible and then you just go on your day the rest of the day. You're saying, God, you're really not that important and you empty the power of the cross. Of course, you know, we know that, like I said, we, we all have days that. Um, everybody has days where you know you might not have the opportunity as much as other times but really that the, the constant of your life is that what you're doing so just kind of wanted to I, I thought that was a real good one too where another place where Paul could have been self-righteous and said you know what I'm over Paul uh, Apollos I'm, I'm better than Peter because Peter you know denied the Lord you know I, and, and all this and that y'all follow me I'm the one following Christ y'all follow me but he didn't he w- w- once again pointed it back to the fact that we shouldn't be worshiping don't be worshiping me because that's really what they were doing hey I followed paul I follow knowledge mm-hmm. you know and all this and and just kind of got to be cautious to not
1: do those types of things even like I said once again in a religious setting or a Christian church setting yeah I mean um, the only thing I would say is like if you had ten more minutes left in the day, where what would you spend the time on? Would it be on your phone? Hopefully, reading the Bible. If you were, but you know, because you can't do it on your phone. But oh, yeah. but I mean, I figure most people would probably choose. I need to look to see that anybody liked my messages. I put it on Facebook. Hey, I went and ate here and I put it. You know what I ate, and you know, does anybody like? Why did why did so and so like it? You know, but yeah, I mean, it's just that's the thing. Yeah, where do you put your? I mean, what consumes you, basically, like you say, is almost what is your idol. I mean, what do you put first? And yeah, there's plenty, believe me, all three of us have at some point, and mm-hmm. probably still too often, put ourselves, without even sometimes realizing it, ahead oh, yeah. of God, you yeah. know, and we definitely did it for way too long, even before we ever came to the knowledge and the understanding uh, of his mercy and grace and everything, but and what the gospel is, of Jesus dying for our sins. but. But, yeah, that's the thing. And we, we know still too often we have to fight, you know, those urges or desires of our own and try to think, hey, I mean, what are we doing? Is what I'm doing pleasing to God or is it just pleasing to myself? Right. Like I say, even, even reading the Bible sometimes, yeah. Some, you know, is it going to be just because I want to check off a, you know, do my checklist for the day? Or is it really because I'm wanting to see the Holy Spirit to help me to see something? that I've never seen before or, you know, cause I had just the last time actually I read yesterday, I did, I saw something I was thinking, this is the reason right here, why I love to get to the word and see a change right here. So I've seen something that just kind of re-hit me and it's because like when people say, we, he calls us sheep, not to, not because we're cute, but because we're stupid, we, we need a leader, we need someone to shepherd us, That's it. you know, or else, you know, one one will go jumping off the cliff and then that ride the other one right behind. So mm-hmm. I remember someone saying that before, even at the church we first went to, me and Matt at least. Uh, I remember someone saying that, or the pastor saying that he's like, he's not saying, Oh, look at y'all, you're cute sheep. He's like, No, you're stupid, you know. <laughs> so that's what he's saying when he's calling you a sheep.
0: But anyway. Yeah, so I am glad that, like social media was brought up like into the conversation because nowadays that has been like uh, what been feeding the prideful monster like <laughs> <to> within people. <laughs> yeah. And it makes uh makes it to where people are more concerned about. At getting likes you know from people or more like getting these like comments like good comments and they want to become TikTok famous and you know or famous just for many other social media and I think that's where it becomes like you're you're trying to make yourself less and just higher than God at that point you don't care what God thinks of you you care more about what the world thinks of you and we're not of this world like this is something that we're just here temporarily for like, uh, I'm not sure people knew, but like, one out of one, we die. <laughs> one, out of one, one out of one people, we die in statistics show. So, so as the people don't realize that. And then I think that's like one big reason why, like, like Jesus even brought, brought up in like Luke 9, uh, 23 to 24, where he says, Then he said to them all, If anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me for whoever desires to save his life will lose it but whoever loses his life for my sake will save it so uh unless it's uh that definitely just speaks volumes so like you know that we should be obedient to that calling instead of worrying about pleasing the world because the world is not going to save us um you know like it's Jesus saves us uh, so let's just we need to constantly remind ourselves that that like, you know, at the end of the day when we die, everybody else is not gonna they they're not gonna all be in heaven be talking about, oh yeah, he is a good guy. Let him in, let him into heaven, Jesus. So it's like, but I said the good person being a good person will not get you to heaven. So I said it's just uh, and one like other thing, this wasn't mentioned here, but like um back when um both Jared and Matt did an episode. Uh, our discussion, uh, they talked about how, yeah, like culture may change, but like the Bible will never change. Like, people think that, like, when culture changes, that means Christians got to go along with it, like, go along with the culture no! and change exactly. So, <laughs> so, it's like, but people don't realize God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Yes, not yesterday, meaning literally yesterday, yesterday, meaning. Before any of us were even thought of, like, yeah. before we even thought, before our parents even met, like, way before that, I like, uh the word of God still stands true, like, thousands of years ago, and it still stands true today, even if people don't respect it, but I thought I would definitely bring that up, because I remember hearing that in one of your episodes about how the world may be upside down, but that doesn't, that doesn't mean the Bible has to go along with it. Right. <laughs>
1: Well, when you read that out of Luke, I actually had a shirt. I think uh, I've grown out of it a little bit, but uh, it said "just loser" on the front and it had that purse on the back. You know, so <laughs> I still got it. I know it's in my closet, but I don't know it's a shirt. It's actually wear. the Bible verse
2: that is, I guess, my our theme Bible verse for disciples direction. If you go on there, you'll see that verse oh, yeah. posted on the the, the page there. That's always been one of my favorite, probably yeah. verses, just uh, to show. What direction in life we should be going? There you go, disciples. Direct. Yep.
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So yeah, we want to have that desire to, to deny ourselves because because we can't save ourselves at the end of the day, and us and everything that we have in life is due to God. So it's anything that happens, regardless of whether it's good or bad, let's, say, let's say it all goes glory to God no matter what. So we can't we can't solve our own problems. We get that. Wisdom and knowledge from the Lord. So yeah. So yeah. So we're going to go ahead and move on to the next question, which we have somewhat have answered as well, but yeah. I definitely love going more in depth into it. So my next question is: I didn't pass gas, by the way. <laughs> I just <laughs> realized <ride my, laughs> well with this chair. Wow. Sure. My, <laughs> my shoe. went against them. But uh. But the question is: Can people fall into idolatry and not even realize it?
1: Yes, I mean, but uh, <laughs> every uh, week just do that, we could have been done in like five minutes. Yeah, so that, no. That's like the Sunday school teacher,
2: uh, the Sunday school teacher asks a question. The, yeah. the answer is always either Jesus, the cross or the Bible. There you go. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yes. <laughs> but I'll just give my answer without anything. And then I'm going to just uh, uh, let me just go with it. But anyway, yes, but you might not realize how much of an emphasis you were placing on something. Or it might be something you are doing it for a church or for a Christian organization, but you might be doing it for yourself gratification rather than for God's glory. If you really step back and thought about the reason you are doing it, you know where does that fall? But off of uh, rethinknow.org, I found these four questions. It says to further help you, here are four questions to ask yourself to help identify idols in your life. Where do you spend your time? Where do you spend your money? You know, where do I get my job? Oh, joy. I thought it was job at first. <laughs> where do I get my joy? Or what is always on your mind? You know, basically, so if you have to really think about that, and if Jesus, the Bible, church, but especially Jesus and God and the Holy Spirit never even come up in that, you might be, you might want to rethink where your heart is when it comes to, you know, because I would have to do, have done that plenty of times throughout my walk. You know, still, I mean, looking back and thinking, I know there's been times where I didn't spend as much time as I should have. But here's the thing. It's not about doing the work, as yeah. we just talked about it? And in our last episode. It's not about, right. you know, hey, I need to spend more time in my, the Bible. I need to spend more time in prayer. It's
0: not about that, really.
1: I mean, it's about where is your heart in the matter of all this? It's not, oh, man, I'm one of those prayer warriors that pray an hour, you know, at a time it doesn't really matter. Right. The heart, the heart yeah. has to be
2: first. Yes, and exactly. well, then when you're doing those things, your heart is what leads those things instead right. of you just feeling like you're yeah, like doing it
1: ritualistically or trying, to, to, you know, trying to trying to think about of anything it. and everything to pray about so that you can say, Oh man, I prayed for an hour yesterday. I never tell anybody I'm up to pray. Yeah, You know, I mean, I don't care if it's five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes. I I mean, I'm not going to go around boasting about, hey, I prayed earlier today for about 15 minutes and I put you in my prayer.
2: Some of my some of my some of my best prayers have been silent. Yeah. Just where I've been sitting and just kind of telling God, I I don't I don't know what to do right now and just sit there and, and just let. A lot of times, God's word will kind of start infiltrating yeah. into my mind, uh, uh, possibly in settings. traffic yeah. or something. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's not just about that. It's yeah, not, it's not about the, just going through those ritualistic things. So you have
1: no, you going? can take it from here, or her. Joel. <laughs> so. Yeah, I, I mean,
2: obviously, it, I mean, Jared answered that well, Like I said we kind of already answered some of this. That yeah, of course we can. But I, I look at it too, going back to. Um, The the scriptures, uh, really looking at and how people worship really a different god of the god that's in the Bible. So Mm -hmm. they come up with a a, a god that they want to serve, it's a little g Bible, yeah, little Mm -hmm. g, little g god. They they want to worship something that's other than the real god. And when I thought about that, and we'll probably you'll know this well, is in Exodus 32, where the golden calf, Mm -hmm. and you know, where. Moses is up on the mountain and he's taken forever and they get discontent with that. And they say, you know what? We forget this Moses, what's come of him and all this and that. And they end up taking off their, uh, the rings of gold, it says, they, you know, off the ears of their wives, their sons and daughters. And they bring them to Aaron, throw them into the fire. And all of a sudden, they're, they've got a golden calf. They, 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 they make it into a golden calf. And this is what they said. These are your gods, O Israel, who brought you up out of the land of Egypt. When Aaron saw this, he built an altar before it. Aaron, we got to remember, Aaron was the mouthpiece of Moses. And Aaron is here fallen into this idolatry. And Aaron made a proclamation and said, Tomorrow shall be a feast to the Lord. Yeah. They were worshiping a false form of God, a a form of God that was not God, and saying that it was God, and it says they rose up early the next day and offered burnt offerings and brought peace offerings, and the people sat down to eat and drink and rose up to play, and of course, we know God tells Moses at that time, you need to go down, the people have already gone against the very commands that I just gave them and fallen into idolatry, but I want to say this because people may say, well, we're not going to be in that type of setting. It's going to be a little different, but easily, it's easy to even pick up the Bible and just kind of read it on the surface and come up with a God that you want to serve. Well, I don't like the God of anger and wrath that's going to send people to hell. So I'm not going to believe in that. We kind of talked about that with the universalism type stuff. So I'm not going to believe in that. And you just kind of make a God of your own. And many people that are even Christians do these types of things. I've talked to many people that are, are, I would consider Christians, but they do these types of things where, you know, I don't really think that uh, a pastor needs to get up there and, and preach on those types of things. It's all about love and grace and mercy. When That's not what Jesus taught on. And therefore what happens is, we end up setting up uh, a, a, the worship of a golden calf in our own lives. A lot of times when we elevate things above God, when we fail to live in obedience, mm-hmm. thinking that since we're just under grace, we can live however we want. Yeah. Uh, we set up a golden calf in our own life. Uh, all the while, while we go to church, possibly even teaching and preaching, singing in the choir, doing things, worshiping God, we Build a golden calf of music and of a preacher, like Jared said, even a uh, sound of doctrine and theology and social justice, all these things become a golden calf in our churches. And we end up following in idolatry to these things, thinking that these are the things that we should be focusing on when we should be focusing mm. on God instead. And so I think a lot of times what, this is what happens and this is what the way I kind of look at it. People fall into this type of idolatry, and we probably all know it mm-hmm. because of the lack of spiritual discernment. What the, what you know, what I'm saying? We, yeah, we're right. not discerning. We, we're not in our Bibles. We're not studying the Bible the way we should, or or following in the way of the Bible. And we, we have that lack of uh, of spiritual discernment, and we end up falling into idolatry, when mm-hmm. we don't even realize we're okay. falling into it. Uh, You know, like I said, we we try to find verses to kind of more confirm our own agendas and our own religion and our own sinful behavior instead of going to the Bible to see what it tells us to not do and to do. We just kind of do look for things that we like, that we like out of it and kind of pick those out. And Mm -hmm. we're not we, we, we turn away from obedience to the commands of God and say, you know, what, I just don't like that part of the Bible. So I'm just going to kind of leave that. Love is the
1: greatest commandment, you know. Yeah.
2: So anyway, I I think that's how a lot of people do fall into this idolatry and don't even realize it. A lot of times is because just I think it all points back. It always points back to self, you know, and that Mm -hmm. self-centered idea that you know I want God a certain way. So anyway, that's about all I got on that. So.
0: Yeah, I mm-hmm. think especially nowadays, I feel like we live in a day in the days where it's like we get so busy that like we sometimes leave God out of the equation out of our day. And mm-hmm. less that can be um mm-hmm. uh, definitely really balanced. You get so busy in your hobbies and or in your job and then you you stay away from like even reading the Bible, and then the farther you get away from like actually reading reading it uh with good intention, of the course, I the like yes. more uh you know, the farther you get off and the more it becomes about you and like, you know, how can I, you know, get through, you know, get through tonight to like, you know, get through this project, get this promotion to, you know, it's, it's like, all, like, it, like I said, it just all comes back to how can I further, you know, myself into society, into this world, instead of thinking about how can I, you know, give glory to God through this instead of, instead of how can I get the glory. How can I get the credit, the promotion, the, you know, the good things in life? So, like I definitely can, I definitely can see how you can. It's so busy that you don't even realize that like, you have fallen into making your job an idol, yeah. or making your, you know, or making your other hobbies an idol. Whether it's like, like you said, even uh, getting into uh, the Bible can, you know, being more focused on like. How, how does this apply to me instead of, like, what can, like, what can I learn from, like, what can I learn about God instead of, like, like, oh, this is going to be, like, something good to brag to everybody. I know, you know, all, all of this. I know this verse. I know, you know, this, and it becomes more about um, your prideful self instead of, like, having that humble heart, you know, reading it with good intentions or even, uh, or even like Jared said, like, you know, some people may boast about, hey, I prayed for you, and I prayed for an hour, and, you know, I prayed about this, and this, and this, just to say they, they spent time with God, mm-hmm. but it's almost like it really, it's more of trying to, almost make it, feels like you're trying to get, like, brownie points, <laughs> basically, like, you're trying to get, like, you know, extra credit, like, look, Lord, I, I prayed to you for an hour today, but then, 59 minutes of that it was about yourself it's like yeah you know, do this for me i want i want this i want this you know please give me this um you know i'm gonna pray for this person this person this person just to make yourself look like you're some you're some good person out there so i uh, say so yeah it definitely just all still stems back to itself unless and that's uh you know a slippery slope that people don't even realize that they have fallen into and then you <laughs> sleep for eight hours.
2: I was thinking, too, when you were talking about some of that, that, uh, you know, when people talk about, you know, hey, I pray for this long or that long. What I mean, have you ever heard, probably even said, I know I've said it before, man, worship sure was good today. Oh, yeah. Right. And I was worshiping yeah. God at church today. Worship should be pointed, first of all, towards God alone, not towards any type of music or a certain type of music or a certain certain leader of the music industry. And it's not just done at the beginning of a church service. It should be what our lives are pointed towards at all times, daily, on a daily basis. That's what a Christian's life should be all the time. Whether you're at work, you should be worshiping God. Mm -hmm. You should be living as a Christian. You should be doing those things like you're supposed to. But that that's what I think the wrong idea a lot of times. With I kind of listen to worship you know,
0: music
1: all the time? Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah they, they associate it with, with, with just music, you know, reading your yeah. Bible, praying. But that's what uh, people doing think. Doing good yeah. good deeds for other yeah. people, you know, do it, do anything that you're doing for the glory of God, it, that's, that's what worship really is. It's not, you know, but I think a lot of times people, you know, get the wrong idea about that. They don't realize that when it comes down to it, they're really idolizing those portions of their life. Like they're they can't wait to get to the worship service. You know, I mean, you should have been worshiping before you went there. You know, Mm -hmm. you should have been reading the Bible before you got to church, not waiting until Sunday before you open your Bible up again Mm -hmm. and and worship God. Worship should be towards God. If not, if you're not worshiping. Then you're idolizing something else. Once yeah. again, we we fall into that idol, an idol, idolatry. You know, at many times, all of us do it. We still all yeah, do it. Like yeah, I right. said, we I know we're going to talk about that a little bit, but yeah. we all fall into those things on a daily basis, even as Christians. And man, we shouldn't be. We shouldn't be those people, those yeah. adulterous people. You know, towards. The world uh, instead of towards god we should be worshiping
1: him and, and following after him so. i mean what about how much worship are you actually giving god if you just wait to do it only in church
2: mm-hmm. yeah right.
1: you know I and mean, if you're not doing it you're in your throughout your whole daily life you know i mean yeah like i said yeah we all fall into things and fail i mean obviously romans three twenty three. we know we all fall sin you know we all sin and fall short of the glory of god so i mean mm-hmm but I just wanted again, to kind of go back only because I thought this might fit in. I know Joe brought up about the sound doctrine again. And I had one little more expert or excerpt expert, well, the expert, uh, R.C. Pro actually responded <laughs> to it. So that's where it falls in. But I'm just going to say what he said. And then we can see where it goes from there. If we want to move on to the next question or add to a little bit, but here's what he said. And I don't, uh, regarding knowing sound doctrine. doctrine, he said, I would add that if you have a theology that's idolatrous and puffs up, then you need to do more work in theology because you have a very superficial understanding of the things of God. Some people will say, I don't want to study theology because it's going to be an idol and puff me up. We want to have knowledge, true knowledge. We also want to have true faith and everything that you just said. But there's a vacuum somewhere in theology that produces idolatry, you know, for some people, so... I mean, I just thought, you know, it yeah. was worth adding. I could have added it back at yeah, the first question, but I kind of went back to my answer there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: that's actually really good. Lots of good stuff for sure. Leslie. And it just, you know, I'll still just toss back to, you know, just how we make ourselves, you know, we try to satisfy ourselves. I mean, we make ourselves God and listen, we sometimes don't even realize that we're making ourselves, you know, little G God. Yeah. And unless just just... Uh, so I thought of like an illustration that I feel like I can rela- relate Like it's not a it's not a Christian relation, but it like it will tie back into this. So uh, like when I'm at the beach and I have one of these long floaty things that I get in the water and uh anyone else I'll be enjoying, like laying out there in the water or right on the waves, and then like five minutes later I'll turn around, like the canopy where we're set up is like way over there. <laughs> yeah. And I guess I started thinking about like how, like, that's how I can be when it becomes, like, when it's, like, idolatry gets involved, it's, like, you get so far off the, the path, and, like, and you don't even, or you get actually on the path with idolatry, and you don't even realize, and you get off the path with, you know, the Lord, that, some like, sometimes you don't even realize it, and, like, that's definitely, you know, not good, for sure, like, i just, you know, hoping and praying that, you know, people, you know, will be convicted of that. Like, so if I, you know, listen to this and us and just, you know, continue to, you know, if you go to church, as like, so not only go to church, but be the church more than just on a Sunday. Like, so people think that, especially in the Bible about as long as you go on a Sunday, like, I feel like I heard a, a country song. It's, it says something in the, and the song is about like, cuss on a Monday and pray on a Sunday. It's like, that's not the right, like, Intention is like, like what we should be doing as a Christian. It just sounds like you go there, and like, okay, well, I'm going to show the Lord that I'm here on Sunday. But as I like, do not realize, that the Lord's not only like just got a camera view of like what you're doing in church, He sees what you're doing outside of yeah, church, right. in your homes, at your job, you know, or, you know, wherever. So it's not like, you know, people just think that, you know, I'm just going to be a Sunday Christian. But it's like, that's not, that's not a Christian at all. That's just, you just trying to check a box and that's just uh you're just kind of falling to the the culture of modern day Christianity and that's a dangerous uh journey to be going down I just want to
2: say this real quick too I I was thinking about your analogy of uh being out there on the float and then once you look up you know the the canopy and stuff's way down there but when you think about that it, it also when you open your eyes, your perspective's different, isn't it? Your view's mm-hmm. different. So when you fall down that road of idolatry, you're, you base every, all your decisions based off of your, uh, your, your temporary or your current situation, your current view. So mm-hmm. when you're down that road of idolatry, a lot of times that's what happens. Once you start following down that way, you see it from that perspective and not from the perspective you should have been on in the first place so that's the danger once again of of being cautious not to to, to be doing these things because once you kind of start following into that form of idolatry it's easy to just stay on that path and not see the truth even though you can find the truth directly in the scripture people say you know what i would rather you know look at at it from
1: my point of view mm-hmm. that i'm seeing now instead of now uh, anyway so well, i thought the only thing that came to mind when you mentioned about this guy just looking at you in church talking about a, a country song i was thinking if that was the case so you're spending about six hours for god what are you doing for the other, other, uh, other <laughs> 162 hours yeah <laughs> well, i know you're sleeping some of that but you know, that's what I would say is what yeah. are you doing? If you're just taking maybe six hours, you want to say two hours of service. If you have a Monday, uh, Sunday morning and night and then Wednesday night. So what are you doing with the other? Like it's like 162 minus your sleeping. Everybody needs sleep. What's <laughs> <Except> mom? Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, for <exactly>.
0: real. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, like, so that, that is really true. Like, so even like <laughs> going back to the analogy of, uh, you know, so it does like to so change your perspective, you know, for the worse, you know, sometimes when you're so far off and you just start thinking of your own point of view and your own thoughts, you don't think about, like you don't think about in scripture how it says that, you know, his thoughts are higher than our thoughts, his ways are better than our ways and as mm-hmm. and we just, we try to you know block that out of our, our minds when we get farther away from the word and we want to lean more into culture and lean more into what what can i do to please myself instead of what can i do to please god so that stuff. That's thank okay. you everybody that took the time to listen to this episode of not your average joel my podcast is available on youtube anchor Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Radio Public, Pocket and Overcast. If you want to see some standout moments, funny moments, or behind the scenes moments from my podcasts, then please visit my Instagram page at NotYourOverJoelPodcast. If you enjoy my content and want to see and hear more about my episodes, then please subscribe to my YouTube channel where you can hit the bell notification so that you can be notified whenever I post a new episode. You listening to this episode means so much to me, and if you ever want to be a future guest on my podcast, then please feel free to reach out to me on my Instagram page. I can't wait to share more of my life with you guys on the next episode of Not Your Average Joel. Thank you everybody once again, and I will talk to y'all later. Goodbye!